Hello, and welcome to episode 5 of Ivy's Imagination, a podcast where I talk about some not-so-imaginary things. This episode is all about school, my first year in university, and my overall academic experiences. These are all very exciting topics, I know. School is so fun, never mentally draining. Actually, I think it's great that we collectively have this experience to share. Even with someone you have nothing in common with, you can usually talk about school or a class. But why do we all do it? Like, I mean, why are we all in school? Why do so many of us work so hard to learn, sacrificing health sometimes? And why do I still feel stupid even when I'm trying my best? These were some questions I reflected on in the past few months, and I found that for me, it boils down to three things. Fear, money, and curiosity. Fear has definitely been my biggest motivator in everything that I do. I'm afraid of failure. I'm afraid of falling behind. I'm afraid of being looked down upon. I'm afraid of missing out on opportunities. I'm afraid I'll be stuck in a soul-sucking corporate job because of credit card debt and a mortgage. And from a young age, I was taught that working hard and doing well in school was the only way to escape those fears. Get good grades, get into a prestigious university, and get a high-paying job. It sounded so simple. This kind of thinking was very prevalent in high school. I feel like I've talked about high school a lot. I hope it's not annoying, but I'm talking about it because I think it helps to see where I'm coming from. I'm also 19 and I don't have many other life experiences to share. So my big goal in high school was to get into university. It was almost easy to stay motivated because when I'm doing my work, I could see exactly what I was working towards. Did I know what I wanted to do with my life? Absolutely not. I don't even know now. I thought that when I got into university, I'll have it all figured out. Even doing extracurriculars, all of that was for university. Um, Yeah, I did fit the stereotype of the Asian kid that played piano and did Kumon. Not because I liked it, But because if I didn't do the work, then I told myself that I was a failure and I was worthless and I'll be poor. Um, There was just a lot of negative self-talk. But this kind of thinking was never discouraged because it was effective. It brought results that made my parents proud. I felt good when I had those high 90s on my report card. Oh my god, imagine having high 90s in university. But I was never satisfied because there's always someone who's better than me. I'm a competitive person. It's sometimes a good thing and sometimes a bad thing. I remember in high school we had like a top student award and I was obviously the top student every year. Just kidding. I wish, but no. Um... There was this one kid who had a 99 average and he was like the gold standard. No matter how hard I tried, I just couldn't get those grades. 
I felt like it was because I didn't push myself hard enough. When I got into university, the same kind of thoughts and thinking patterns were still there, except they almost got worse because everyone I've met is a genius. I see people working hard around me all the time, and there are two kinds of people that really stand out in this category. Number one, the ones that talk about working hard all the time. So they compare how hard they work. Oh, I didn't sleep for three days. The grind never stops. I'm so busy, I have like five meetings in a row and I also have to train for the Olympics. I don't know. So when I'm not being productive, I feel extremely useless. And as a business major, LinkedIn is obviously my favorite social media platform. I went on it a week ago and immediately I see someone's post about her summer internship at Microsoft and someone else winning a scholarship. I'm extremely happy for their success and that's not sarcasm. I guess their success made me feel panicked because we were all in the same place a year ago. So in my head, I'm like, how are they able to take the same situations and turn it into something incredible? And how was I not able to do the same things? It just puts me in this negative headspace again where I'm feeling so behind and like I'm running this mental race. It got super overwhelming, especially this year since I'm not really in a position where I'm able to strive for those things. I feel like a disappointment. When I couldn't return to campus this fall, I felt like I failed. And getting out of that mental place was slow, but I started by looking at others as inspiration and not competition. So by that, I mean just believing that once it's the right time, so when I feel better, I can also achieve all of those wonderful things. And also, I learned that being in the same situations as these people was not exactly true because life isn't just those five classes every semester. There's home life, there's work. You just never know what people have to deal with outside of school. The second group of people are the ones that hide how much they work. It's the other extreme end of the scale. So what I mean is, these people are genuinely doing a lot. But when you ask how they got there and what they're working on, they tell you nothing. I felt like it was kind of frustrating because I would admire them so much. So I would ask, hey, how did you achieve this certain thing? And then I would get some really generic and vague response about staying alert on opportunities. It's true, but where should I look for these opportunities? I guess it's a defense mechanism, maybe? I don't know. Like, if they hide their path to success, then no one but them can achieve it. I know that no one is obligated to share their experiences, but it would be helpful. A big part of first year was also figuring out who I am, and that was tough because I had to tear down that sense of identity around academic success. University isn't just about good grades anymore, and I couldn't get really good grades anymore. I remember in my first university class, COM 101, I got like 
3.5 out of 10 on my first assignment because I messed up the reference list. That was a very fun reality check. I honestly wasn't too upset about it. I learned from that mistake and did better on my next assignment, which is a healthy way to deal with failure by learning from it and moving on. The class that actually made me question my entire identity was CompSci 110. I found it extremely difficult to think the way they wanted me to think, and I really tried in that class. By the time everyone was comfortable with abstract functions, which is like unit 11, I just figured out unit 4. I understood 20% of the lectures, um, and I've always considered myself to be a smart person, but that class made me feel so stupid. And this was a case where my toxic thinking really took a toll on my mental health. Because I wasn't doing how I expected to in this class, I had a lot of anxiety. I struggled with my self-worth, and then I just couldn't see myself being successful anymore. Which was a terrible feeling, because then your future just doesn't look pleasant, and I kind of just lost hope in life. I think from that experience, I learned that just because I was struggling more in something, it doesn't mean I'm any less intelligent. It's okay to learn things slower. Everyone truly has their own strengths and unique qualities. Write down on a piece of paper the name of someone you admire. Then write down one thing you can do better than that person. When I did that, it made me feel a bit better about myself. Remember, success looks different to different people. The guy I mentioned earlier who had the 99 average in high school, I'm pretty sure he went into engineering. I don't want to be an engineer, so there's no point in competing because we're on completely different life paths. I'm still learning how to speak kindly to myself instead of doing things out of fear. Fear is not a good motivator, trust me. I do think hard work is important, but breaks... Mental and physical health should be equally valued. No one should feel ashamed that they aren't working. I'm trying to live by that and stay optimistic for my future. I think I can be very successful, and I'm just going to put that out there in the universe. So I really like money, which is the second reason why I'm in school. And I'm pretty sure most of us feel the same way because we live in a capitalist society. And schools exist because of this construct. I think in grade 12, my English teacher said that the purpose and goal of school was to teach us how to work and contribute to society. I don't know why that resonated with me so much. I guess it kind of sucks that the purpose of school was never to inspire learning and help us all be happy human beings. Universities literally operate as businesses. Everyone's just there to make money. I'm not criticizing capitalism. I understand why things are run this way. It's human nature to want money. My dream is to live in a big house with really high ceilings and own a winery in Italy. I also want to vacation in the Maldives and live in those little wooden villas on the ocean and I can just wake up in the morning and go for a swim in the clearest blue water. 
but all those things require a lot of money. And it sounds like I want to retire already. Money is also necessary for survival. I need to go to school and get a job because no one's going to support me financially if I don't do that. Unless I marry rich and I can just be a housewife, I probably shouldn't admit that. But I'm open to that possibility. I recognize that I'm considered privileged, so I do feel a responsibility to learn as much as I can because I need to be able to make a living in the future and support my parents later on. Some people like money even more than me. I recently watched The Wolf of Wall Street. Um, What a great movie. It totally glamorizes that being an asshole is okay because at the end of the day, only money and sex matters. I know people who have based their entire personalities off that movie where they're completely okay with sacrificing some human rights for profit. Labor laws, global warming, that doesn't exist. And it sucks that a lot of companies operate this way, and they're allowed to do so because money is power and influence. If you're low in your corporate hierarchy, you can be contributing to the exploitation of people and not be aware of it. Like if you're doing marketing for a fast fashion company, Coming up with creative ads might not do anything bad to the environment directly, but it can result in overconsumption. And if you decide you don't want to work there anymore, most companies don't care. Employees are replaceable. The goal of each business is to maximize profit. There are tons of people, all qualified, vying for these jobs. So you decide not to quit and you're not happy with what you're doing. That's my biggest fear, to be honest. To have worked hard in school, and then getting a job I hate, but I rely on it to live. And that's the sad reality for a lot of people, where they get the high-paying job of their dreams, but the work environment is terrible. There's nothing wrong with working a 9-to-5, by the way. I just mean I don't want to work in a job that I'm not enjoying. This is where learning about money is so important, and not many people teach this, um, and that's a part of why the wage gap is getting bigger and bigger. Just a lot of things to consider. The last reason I'm in school is because I'm a curious person. I actually like to learn. Um, I enjoyed my classes in first year, so if you're not in university yet, I think there's no point to be worried about the workload. It's hard, but it's doable. I'm actually taking a few online classes right now, and it's the first time that I'm learning without feeling pressured. I guess it's because I didn't plan to do school at all this semester, so it feels like I'm achieving something by just trying. I feel like my mind is pretty much recovered, so doing some learning is helping me relieve the guilt I feel with my lack of productivity. Hustle culture is rooted very deeply in my subconscious. I started getting nightmares around mid-August where I can't keep up with everyone in these super random situations like catching an elevator ride, um, not understanding what's going on in a class, and oh, this is my favorite reoccurring one. So I'm walking with friends, then all of a sudden I fall into a void and I see everyone continuing to walk ahead. Then I wake up because it feels like I'm really falling. I don't even know if these things correlate, 
but right now I feel good about doing some homework. Um, it's kind of ironic. I feel like wanting to learn and liking what I'm learning should always be the main reason why I'm in school, but it's not. I'm also conflicted on what I want to do with my life. All of a sudden this week, I had the urge to switch my major and become an optometrist. I don't know. I probably won't switch my major because I have no interest in doing chem and I like my business classes. The dream would be to work for myself and own that vineyard in Italy. Maybe that's my new career direction. That's all my thoughts on school and the future. Um, stay optimistic, guys, because I believe in your success, so you should too. Have a wonderful day, and I'll be back soon for the last episode of Season 1.